This is the Flying Lion, Marcus Lewis, and you're listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. How's it going, everyone? City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Corey Smith here today. Going to talk some wrestling with you. I'm in the studio here with... uh, Nick Winstead. And... Jose Antonio. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Great. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Uh, before we get into that, don't forget to check us out online at Twitter at CWR415. We're also on Facebook, City Wrestling Radio SF, and SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, we're good. 205 Tripe. Uh, before we get into that, can we uh, talk about my third candidate for oh, yes, moment of the week? Go on. Uh, yeah. Total Divas. Oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There was okay, a, there okay. Was, there's a moment where Lana, Nia Jax, and uh, Natalia, and Carmella are having uh, a get together before the um, Women's Invitational. What was that called? The May Young. The May Young Classic. Oh yeah. yeah. So they yeah. show up at somebody's house and they're having mimosas or what have you, right? So the conversation goes into Lana's poor wrestling, mm-hmm. which Natalia brings up, which is true. True. Very true. And Lana flips her wig and says, well, you know, I might suck at wrestling, but you guys suck at talking. And calls them out on their lack of promo skills. Wait, where, how, where is she, where can she get off saying that? I mean, Lana is horrible on the mic. And I'm given she's better on the mic than she is a wrestler. But, you know, she, she comes in with her really thick Russian accent and she says things like, you know, like my my person will, um, you know, take She's you out. Bridget yeah. Nielsen in Rocky Four. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see where She's these. Ca- she doesn't really have anything. Yeah, yeah. So but I... <laughs> the yelling and the you need acting classes to Natalia and oh my Nia Jax. Moment of the week candidate number three. Wait, well, you know why Naya can't really act, right? Why? Please, because she's not like most girls. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Greatest uh, song ever, by the way. Yeah, I um, it's um, I didn't get to see it, but I saw something she posted on Twitter about it afterwards, uh, saying that pretty much same thing about like I can't wrestle, but you guys need promo work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, where does she get off saying any of that? Yeah, you know, she's. She, I, Did you hear I, what else happened about Nia Jax? The body shaming. Wait, what happened? Um, so she posted on on uh, Twitter. Um, she vaguely said she said that she basically gets body shamed in the locker rooms. Really? Yeah, for her. Uh, By the other girls? Yeah. That's messed up, man. Hold on, let me let me see if I can. Find well, that's not cool. Like, no matter what your you know your size, short, small, you know, it's like obviously you guys are all there to entertain. And I mean, does anyone really rip on like? Big Show for being overweight? No, they see well, they say he's a monster. He's you know, huge, yeah. Braun Strowman, he's a monster among men. You know what I mean? And I know he's not fat, but he's definitely a hoss status. He's right, a big right. man. And I would say Nia Jax is a, a female version of a hoss. Yeah, you know, totally. You know, she's she's big and strong, and I think she's great. I I would hate to see anyone body shame. Did she say about who it could be or? 
says she just got body shamed by a bunch of the girls, you know, just probably uh, snickering at her when they're all changing. Maybe I'm just like, like, I'm above that. I'm happy with my body. Hashtag body positivity. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you, you know, ribbing is a natural thing that happens, yeah. you know, in the locker room. So she could be maybe I don't I don't want to put, you know, words in or thoughts in her her mind or speak for her. But um it could be some just good natured ribbing going on. Yeah, well, no, I guess um, Nia Jax. Yeah, Nia Jax posted on the twenty sixth. She says, "And I quote: I am subjected to body shaming, and it's something I have accepted. It sucks when you get in your your own backyard around people you're changing in front of and trust with your body. I am a healthy, bigger woman. I love my body. Body shaming is wrong." And I agree. Body shame is horrible, man. Yeah. None of these none of these people should feel that they need to change what they need to do. And if she would ever say, you know what, I want to lose weight, cool, whatever. That'd be yeah. on, for her own health or whatever, her own she's personal. She's a good looking big girl. She well, not even good looking big girl. She's a good looking woman. I think she was a model at one point. Yeah, though. she was a plus size model. Yeah. And I'm not saying she plus size model as in, you know. But no, she was no. that was the category of modeling she right. did. Ashley and, Graham stuff. Yeah. Um, so that sucks, dude. That's not right. No yeah. one should ever do that. Of course, totally. Well, let's let's try to cheer ourselves up with some well, two hundred five live. Oh, actually, That's really hard to do. Oh, how are we going to cheer ourselves up with two hundred five live? Okay, two hundred five tripe. Um, so I guess uh, I I saw on um, this Facebook page four three four, the most legitimate illegitimate um, wrestling news site wrestling news page. Ran by a bunch of Kiwis. Um, so I've heard that create DJ Perkins has not been on 205 Live because, like Austin Aries, creative's got nothing for you. Really? Yep. Well, the dude's a walking video game character. What can they have for him? I mean, they could have him do... Com- oh, no, not commentary. <laughs> um, well, what could they have him do? They- Why don't they put him with the Zotrain? He fits he's that a, character. He's a pretty horrible heel. I mean, if they're trying, they can essentially, you know, what makes a heart grow fonder, you know, absence mm-hmm. and time. So maybe they're just trying to take him off TV for a while until they have something legit for him. And then he'll come out and challenge Neville. Yeah, you know, Neville. Hideo Itami. Yeah, Hideo, yeah, or Hideo Itami. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, so um... 205 Live. Uh, the first match was uh, Rich Swan. Um, no, going... no, it was yeah. Well, Rich Swan versus uh, Noam Dar. Noam Dar, yeah. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I thought there was a different match. Sorry. No, 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 no. So yeah. Um, one thing I did take away was Enzo would be a perfect manager. Oh yeah. Oh totally. He yeah. was well, he was barking out orders like he was uh, Mickey from a Rocky movie, like another Rocky reference. He was barking out orders like nothing. They need to get him and Big Cass back together. Yes. Um, How do you put them back together? Well, just don't make them a tag team. Just, you know, he comes out, and for some reason he helps Enzo win, and everyone's like, what's going on? Then, basically, you have Enzo accompanying Big Cass to his matches on Raw and helping him win, and then you have Cass uh, coming down with Enzo to his matches on 205 Live. But how do you make sense of it? How do you mean? What do you mean? How do you mean? You won. You know, I said you were just nothing but a talker. You couldn't get anything done. But now you have the cruiserweight title, and you've proven you won yourself. It twice. You've you're a two time cruiserweight champion. You've proved yourself. All right, I'm aboard the Zo train, and there then you go. and then Cass takes out everybody else in the Zo train. 
mm-hmm. takes out Tony Nese, takes out even Drew Gulak will be the last one. Yeah. And because, oh, I love Drew Gulak. He's, I think they could keep Drew Gulak around, but only for no, a, the, only amount of time. They can they can work with it. I think he, they can do it for a while. You could have the two certified G's and the geeky white guy. I think you have your application to uh, the the writer position sewed up with that uh, angle. You just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just hit I up, mean, hit it only took quick. what two minutes. It only took a minute. What? What? Oh, to for the yeah, yeah for it my only pitch. Took one minute. You know what? That's very reminiscent of Shawn Michaels and Big. Oh, and, and Big Daddy Diesel. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I can kind of see that too. But I never Enzo would win the. No, no, I'm not putting it up at that <laughs> echelon. Yeah, you know, Cass maybe storyline wise. Yeah, Cass needs Cass needs some time. Cass can win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, yeah, he can he win can. that yeah. title. Um, you know, Cass actually really lost a lot of muscle. What since he's been out injured? No, since he was been on the roster. Like he, hmm. like I remember when he was like on NXT and on the main roster when he started, he had like he was pretty muscular, and then he just got like a big bit of a dad gun. Now right you know there. what happens is that ring. It's in NXT is you know uh, I don't know eight foot by eight foot or something like yeah. that. You go to the big show, it's twenty by twenty, huge. So it, that that'll shrink a guy's muscles. Wait, oh, so it's it's a smaller ring in NXT. Yeah. Oh wow. You I think they NXT, use a right? they not, use a well, WCW not, type of ring. I haven't been to the NXT in Florida, no. Well, NXT in general. Yeah, I mean, I've been to NXT live shows here, and I went to the Takeover, but it didn't. Meh. I think Takeover they might use those the standard size. Standard, rings. yeah, yeah, because they have like Raw, SmackDown, the next pay per view. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they probably use the same exact ring. <laughs> uh, so the first match was uh, yeah, Rich Swan hey. defeating Noam Dar. That was a good match. It w- yeah. Phoenix Splash for the win. One by the Phoenix Splash. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? It's 205 Live. I mean, it just... was a fun match. That's all I'm going to say about 205 Live. It was a fun match. Yeah. So the next match. <laughs> yeah. So the next match. As Kalisto. We're def- just going to. We're just going to gotta go through we're 205. We're going to copy, paste, and tab for all these matches. I know, right? It was an okay match. So nah. what was the next match? Kalisto defeating. Kalisto defeating Gentleman Jack Gallagher. It was an okay match. Um, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I mean, Gentleman Jack Gallagher is like. Eh. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like the tight pants and the dress shoes in the ring. I, I, I don't think I he should have no. been heel. No, I, I. I think he could. I think he could ride heel. They. They should take out the gentleman part of his name. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the heel gimmick. Well, I like. I like the. Um, I like the look, but he needs to like. I say. Tape up his wrist and his his hands, and just take off the shirt, and he'll wear like a um, a tank, oh, like, like a old timey knuckle boxer. Exactly, oh, yeah. yeah, like a bare yeah. knuckle brawler. Yeah, like basically he just has a um, a white tank top or a white beater, as you would call him. Um, nah, that's Dean Ambrose. That's Dean Ambrose. But no, but more of like the but he comes out with a dress shirt and the and everything, and he takes it off right there and gently places it on the side, yeah. and does the whole bare knuckle brawler thing, like a gangs there of New go. York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but yeah. but basically, what happened um, was Kalisto went over because it looked like Kalisto was going to win, and um, Brian Kendrick yeah. came down to save his buddy, gentleman Jack Gallagher. Pirate Brian Kendrick. Pirate. I always love Brian Kendrick. He is the man with the plan. Um, I yeah, I've loved him ever since he used to be when he was on SmackDown way back when. With Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, I love that one. Kind of the same gimmick. Um, but that was the best one, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be a great trainer too. Actually, oh, he's unofficially, the... 
he won the WWE Championship. What? Championship Scramble, Unforgiven 2008. Okay, I'll look into it later. I think he won the WWE Championship. You know the Championship Scramble from 2008? Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, Vaguely. So they had a match, five competitors, and then they would have like all the men come out. Like I, I forgot what intervals of time it would be. So they would have all the men come out. You score a pinfall on one guy. You are unofficial WWE champion. Gotcha. And you have a certain time limit. If you have not been pinned and you are the unofficial champion, you're the champion. Yeah, gauntlet style. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, He was definitely in that match, and... um. Yeah. Did, did he get pinned? I mean, technically, by it, it was whoever by the end of the match. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't go in it, but I know what you mean. There has been times where I've thought that too, and yeah. Did, did he win? Did he unofficially win the title? No. Oh, okay. Well, maybe unofficially. Well, yeah, but does it, are you reading the championship scramble results? It just says it's in. Yeah, it just says what what number they came in and what you know when they entered and. Oh yeah. So he was an well, unofficial out. WWE champion. Yeah, because somebody did pin him. Um, a bunch of people pinned him, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to have one punching bag, right? Yeah. Um, so then it, that takes us to our main event of the evening. Hey, was which... that Alexa Bliss? Go back. No, we're not going back. No, Nick, that'll be in your own private time. <laughs> um, this takes us to our main event. Tony Nese and Drew Gulak versus Cedric and uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, it was a good match. <laughs> it was fun. It was, a f- it was good, yeah. Um, basically, it led to some, uh, it seemed like dissension between the faces, between Mustafa Ali yeah. and um, Cedric Alexander. There was some miscommunication, and, and they lost the match because of it. Um, it's going to be Cedric going heel. I think it's going to be Mustafa. But then I also said Rich Swan going heel, too, so I can't see two people going heel. Mm, good point. So, I mean, you can't have every, all the heels on his O-Train. Doesn't make much sense. He could be kind of like the lone wolf of the cruiserweights. The Baron Corbin of the cruiserweights. Drink it, yo! Drink it in, man. <laughs> yeah, I just soak I, it on. I, I hate I hate Cedric's um, theme song. Why? I, I kind of like it. It just starts out so slow and just <laughs> just like you sound like it's uh, Australian. <laughs> we'll just start out with the you know when they go whoa whoa. Just start out at that point, so it's just heavy beat because it's like very slow at the beginning, and then um, it's okay. But yeah, but it's now it's an okay song. But now can I, can we get into my favorite hour of wrestling? The NXT thing. Oh yeah, my favorite hour of wrestling Go every on. week, NXT. And did you guys watch NXT? No, I um, missed it. It was the dark match house show. Yeah, it's it was basically. It was uh it was the house show they did the night before takeover okay. in San Antonio. Um it was a hot crowd though. Uh uh It was this is San Antonio. It it was it was a uh, not a huge crowd, but it was it was packed. Similar to takeover? No, not not as big as takeover. Okay. Was um, it the same arena, do you know? No. This okay. is at the Aztec Theater in San Antonio. Okay. And um oh yeah, because uh, takeover was in Houston the next day. Yeah. Um so it started out, it was a hot crowd. Started out with the Street Profits versus uh, Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. I see a lot of potential with Tino Sabatelli. Really? Yeah. I I see them. They Both these teams are really good. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Money I lo- Inc. versus uh, I love, Prime Time. I love the Street Profits. 
Um, They're good. Montez Ford. I don't know if I've said this before, but I think has the potential to be universal champion one day. I see him being yeah, you know, a, a new AJ stud. Dude, watch his matches, his athleticism alone. Jumping over the ropes the way he does, selling the way he does. He will be universal champion one day. And I, you know, him and Dawkins, I don't know how far An- Angelo Dawkins yeah, is going to go. But... I mean, he's been there for so long. He's kind of got his own little ceiling there. They're probably going to break him up at some point. They're going to keep Angelo. Yeah. I mean, Angelo's a big guy, but they can probably do with him Mojo Raleigh, and then that's it. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so both, basically most of the match was uh, Tino Samitelli and uh, Riddick Moss wearing down Montez Ford. Uh, Montez getting a hot tag to Angelo Dawkins. Um, it I was... could see both of them working the program with each other sometime down the road. Yeah. On the main roster. And I thought it was really funny, and this brings up to one of, my, uh, one of the funny moments of the evening, is that the commentary there was no commentary desk because it was a house show so what they did is they do this thing now where they'll record it and later just put in their voices and they'll yeah they'll try to make it sound like they're there yeah but it's just so like they're like trying to add references and like add little stuff they hear but i'm like you would have never picked it up at full sale man like um percy percy watson right the he goes um there was a point where was it tito samitelli says you can't afford our lifestyle. And per, uh, per, Percy is like, man, why are they going to make it all economical? <laughs> like, 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 dude, you, okay, I understand you have headphones on right now. You're in a sound stage, but okay, calm down. You're not going to hear everything. Um, but the end of this match, it was a pop-up spine buster from Angelo Dawkins leading to a frog splash from Montez Ford to the pin, one, two, three. And man, like I said, Montez Ford. I like him. He's good. Was that Spinebuster? Yeah, it was a pop-up Spinebuster. Did they mention Arn Anderson? No. Okay. No. I wish they would have. Yeah. Oh, shades of Arn Anderson. I feel like they do that every time. They'll do yeah. that for Anderson and um, Triple H. Carl Anderson and Triple H. For Anderson? Or Carl, why, why Carl Anderson? What do you mean? When he does a Spinebuster? Yeah. They say uh, shades of... I think they've said it once or twice. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean... they're both Anderson. And you see Arn Anderson was at that Starcade show. Yeah, I saw the picture. The picture of him yeah. um, putting the spine buster. Well, what you guys think of Starcade? It, it I didn't really I mean, I didn't get to watch just, it. I mean, uh, it just from fun. what you guys heard. Yeah, um, I heard it was a good show. Yeah, they might. Br- I I've heard that there's been feelers that they might have it as an actual pay per view. Is there a video of Arn Anderson? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm gonna go dig that. There's up. video of Arn Anderson doing the spine buster to Dolph Ziggler. I'd like to see how, uh, how he sold it well. Yeah, That's he did. Usual. Well, Dolph Ziggler, he's he's a worker, man. He's a workhorse, and I his character is horrible. I hate his like because yeah. it, it just seems like somebody I would hate from SoCal. Yeah. Um, but he just his he, he's so he's a workhorse, man. So, I mean, do like, you hate Nick Nemeth or do you hate Dolph Ziggler? I hate Dolph Ziggler. Okay. I don't hate Nick Nemeth. Is that his real name? Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate Nick Nemeth. I think he's a he's a hard worker, and he does everything he can to try to get his character over. No, and Dolph there, Ziggler is the guy that. Has really has a bad character. Our next segment of the evening was a backstage segment from the quote unquote prior week, but it was after the takeover, so technically it was yeah. I'm not going to get into this whole space time continuum yeah. thing. <laughs> you'll, you'll drive yourself crazy. Yeah, but Rick technically, and Morty invade NXT. Exactly. Um, so this was a backstage segment for labeled last week. Uh, it was Pete Dunne walking out after his win against Johnny Gargano, um, and Mustache Mountain made an appearance, and um, I've noticed. 
a lot of these UK guys have been showing up a lot on NXT lately. Yes. I'm liking it, man. Um, they uh, came what in. What shirt are you wearing right now? Oh, yeah. I got just to represent my boy, my bruiser weight, Pete Dunn shirt on today. Um, bought out of the jolly old England. Um, yeah, but Pete Dunn gets approached by Mustache Mountain. Basically, so they say to him, we didn't like what you did to our boy Wolfgang. You're not representing the British strong style scene. And they kept saying British strong style, hmm. which in reference, do you... <clears throat> Do you know them outside of WWE or no, yes, Jose? I don't. So basically, uh, um, British Strong Style is the group that Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunne are in. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, they're known as British Strong Style, and it's them three. Okay. So I thought it was weird how they kept bringing up British Strong Style That's in this. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought something was going to happen. I thought they were trying to plant seeds for later in the they evening. Might tra- they're probably going to use it. Eventually. Oh, yeah. Well, if you, yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Yeah. As our boy Mike would say, we'll get there. Yeah. Do you think they're going to bring the UK belt over to NXT? I think they should. Yeah, totally. I think one way to I think there's a lot of problems with secondary shows. I call them, um, and I mean 205 Live, NXT, and um, and let's just say the women's division. No, not the women's. Uh, the May Young. Yeah, like they're planning. They're actually planning a um, new or, show that will go or, or after they, SmackDown, a SmackDown versus Raw, and. Um, Intergender matches. I heard something about that, yeah. But well, basically what I'm saying is, is that with the UK belt, the 205 Live, and NXT, I say combine them all on one show. Yeah. Have NXT be two hours long. That way things don't get stale. They can do their tapings once or twice a week for six weeks out. Yeah. And they, you know, they, it'll keep it fresh with different titles. You know, the Cruiserweight title, the UK title, and the NXT title. Yeah. Oh, and then you have take, the NXT tag titles. And they got to take off uh, 205 Live at the end of SmackDown. Yeah, like, like I was saying, yeah, just put it with... Um, and they can do their things on Raw, the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. And even... Um, and the Cruiserweight the, title the UK. be a secondary title for NXT because they haven't had well, I'm, one. I'm saying the UK title would be the oh, secondary no. title. Um, so make that the secondary title to the... NXT title, um, but that's just. I could see that, and I think that would be especially if you do in front of the full sale crowd or not the full sale crowd. They're going to different locations now. Uh, I think they just did their last round of tapings at full sale for right now. Um, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It'd be something good to try out after like a and I think it's big good. or a low, higher low SmackDown taping. Yeah, and I think it's good that um, they're they're trying out. Um, different filming locations because, man, like sometimes those full sale crowds will be kind of dull. Yeah, they all because they do those long tapings, and it's just uh, the, you could tell the crowd's just tired. Yeah, they're tired of rooting, or you know, like before they were tired of singing "Glorious" every thirty <laughs> minutes. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't mark out. You can't mark out anymore. Come on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Different locations, switch it up throughout Florida. Keep it somewhat local to the or territorial. They, yeah, because those shows could be expensive. So yeah, if you keep it local, yeah, they could work in an armory or in a um, community. Oh, center. wouldn't it be cool if uh, NXT at the SF Armory? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh my, that'd God. be cool. NXT Takeover. Well, Kink.com is moving out. So, well, they're yeah. they're already gone. Oh yeah, they, I think uh, the Armory's having. They had a boxing match recently. Yes. And the local um, promotion APW, I think they're they've been talking about it. it I've heard I've do. heard rumors. That'd, that'd be a good job. Um, yeah. good. Uh, venue for that yeah so, we could all go exactly yeah. um and then that that led us to a video package for lars sullivan he looks weird you know <laughs> i does. finally got the name of the thing i was talking about um the first week he's an el pastor he's el pastor i love el pastor uh sheep herder? 
Yeah, no, the um, you know the big no, yeah, yeah, yeah. the big um, El Pastor, piece yeah. of meat on the yeah, yeah. stick. Yeah, yeah, that's what he is. He's a <laughs> walking El Pastor. That's great. That's what he is. He, well, I I don't know if he's that tasty, but he doesn't look that. He definitely doesn't look that tasty. Uh, but he, I've heard that human meat tastes like uh, sweet pork. Huh, that's something I'll never look into. But Nick, I'll leave that up to you for the human tasting se- uh, segments. Um, but Lars Sullivan video package. He's he's a big guy and he's got a good look, but I just he he he, he looks he looks weird. Yeah, he needs time. Yeah. I think he looks like an Amish guy for some reason. Like I just can't stop thinking <laughs> that with his like goatee, he looks like an Amish guy. Guy, I feel like he would walk out with those heaters that don't require electricity, and they're just like, here's a fireplace for your living room. <laughs> it could be roadkill 20, 2018. or just yeah, put him in a full uh, Amish gimmick. Oh God, please with forgot the, that. The angry Amishman. <laughs> the angry Amishman, yeah. yeah. Um, so it took us to our next match of the evening, Kyrie Sane versus Peyton Royce. Kyrie Sane didn't really get much of a pop, but, man, Peyton Royce, they went crazy when Ooh, she started she coming out. She should have won the title. Who, she Peyton should, Royce? Yeah, she should have won the title. She's been showing Peyton intensity Royce. lately, too, and she's definitely showing up her, uh, showing off her ring uh, skills. And this match happened before takeover. It's the night, but be- the night before takeover, right, correct? Right. Okay. So the next night, technically, they had that fatal four way. Yeah. Um. So it was like this was a really good match. Kyrie Sane's great. She's very athletic. She's a great wrestler, but sometimes it just seems like she's playing a like Disney presents Kyrie Sane. She's a good baby face in peril. That's what she is. Yeah. She's a good baby face. But she just it just seems like too like she's like acting. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't come off authentic. Yeah, I actually take off that hat. I take off the hat and get rid of the. And she could still be some like pirate gimmick. You know yeah. what I mean? But just make it more like I don't know. Less Disney. Do you yeah, think I they're trying it. to make her more of like an anime character? It seems like it. Yeah, because yeah. she's no Asuka. She seems like definitely like a uh, anime, like in Japanese animation, how they would have like portray pirates or something like very yeah. like yeah. either cute or One like. Piece. Yeah. Exactly. So it she seems should, you know you know Luffy from One Piece. She should come out with a straw hat and start whacking people with it, her <laughs> elastic arms. She's just like what? Um, but yeah, um, Peyton Royce gets a huge pop, and I don't know what they're doing with I I, I kind of like what they're doing with uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Um, it's a little unclear, but I I want Spence. well I mean, we could tastefully talk about this. Um, I, it seems like I know a while back WWE had a conversation with glad they're in a very committed relationship together. Well, and they had to talk about how, um, they were working with glad to make characters of the LGBT origin, um, that came across more authentic because in wrestling, a lot of the, in, in the past history has shown if you're, if you're a, yeah, if you're a homosexual character, you've been portrayed like as very flamboyant. And Adrian uh, Adonis, yeah, Adrian Adonis. You say uh, what, Rico? Yeah, Rico, yeah. Um, Here's so something: Sonia Deville is a lesbian. Yeah, and she's the lesbian. I think that's great, and I think that's great for her character too. Because do you it, think they'll play that up? I, I, if they mention it, if they don't play, I don't want them to play it up. But if they mention it, cool. And you know, her and um, no, they no, have a, a don't, kiss between her and Paige. And, no, well, don't make anyone that lesbian who or gay or lesbian who's not gay or lesbian. Yeah, don't ask them to do something they're not comfortable with. It's not the attitude era. Yeah. But yeah, but like we said before, the best gimmicks are extensions of themselves. Yeah. So if they can't be extensions of themselves, how can they really be a good gimmick? She could be a feminist gimmick. So equal rights for everybody. 
No, equal rights for just rights for just women. Well, that's not feminism. Like she could be like the militant, <laughs> you know, that hard militant feminism that just yells at uh, conventions, burns down campuses. I haven't met her, but if if that's the route they're going with Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, hey man, they're doing it tastefully, and it it seems because there's definitely seems like a connection between the two, and I know yeah. they're best friends in real life. Um, but hey, if they are, they are; if they aren't, they aren't. Whatever. WWE those, uh... and subtlety is like them hitting you with a car and calling it a prank. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, they remind me of the um, the BFFs in Orange Is New Black, the Latina girls. Have you guys ever seen that? No, no. I tried no. watching Orange Is New Black. I couldn't get into it. It's 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 tough to get. Into. Yeah, it's, it, it's one of those shows I've had a lot of. Um, I I have a lot of friends who are female, and they've all said, "Oh, you should watch. It's a great show." And I tried, and I'm like, I tried. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like asking some of them to watch, like, "Hey, like watch some UFC," and they're gonna be like, "Oh, <laughs> hey, you want you want to watch some uh, Dragon Gate?" Yeah, I know, right? Let's let's watch some New Japan. Uh, <laughs> let's watch some uh, DDT. Yeah, so, um, but. Good match between Peyton Royce and Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Um, Kyrie hit her insane elbow, is what it's called, oh. uh, for the pin. And one, I love it, that move. I yeah, love that yeah. Move so she's she's really tiny. She, and she goes gets like hyped. way up and then just like, bam. She gets horizontal. Yeah. Kyrie's last name is Sane, right? Yeah. And then you have Sami Zayn on the, um, the Zane? main roster. Yeah. So if they put them together, maybe they could be the Syrian pirates. Sane and Zayn. Yeah, the Syrian pirates. Hey. Let's do it. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Uh, insane pirates. Um, and they steal everyone's um, gear and whatnot in their titles. Yeah. Sammy is kind of piratey looking. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little um, He's got that skull boy look. Yeah. Um, so that that led us to our main event, which was uh, Mustache Mountain versus Pete Dunne and Mark Andrews. Um, that was a fun match. It was a really, really good match. If you have time, Jose, you should go back and check I'll it jump out. jump on it tonight. Um, any match involving Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate is going to be great because, I, like I said, I think my match of the year candidate is going to be Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate at um, TakeOver Chicago. Yeah. Um, it was probably the best match of the year that I've seen. Good. Tyler have great chemistry. Tyler Bate's theme is so cool, man. It's I've, it's like this kind of jazzy, yes. like 1990s rock, kind of 80s-ish too, like early 90s. Yeah. Get the themes. We're practically reviewing them. Yeah. So we can play the theme. And review it. No, let me play it right now. Oh, no, we won't play it. I'll, I'll add it. I mean... I mean, we could play it right now, and then you could just pipe... That is <laughs> very 80s, early yeah. 90s. It, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, remember Sonic the Hedgehog, the casino level? Yeah. No, never oh, you never played Sonic? Yeah, if, if you ever played Sonic the Hedgehog, it's kind of... The casino level is kind of like this. And I, and I always liked it when he comes out with the belt and he's going a nice little British wave. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that I like. I really love that theme song. Um, it's pretty cool. After it's, this, I'm gonna make it my um, ringtone. All right. I already got Shinsuke as my. Do ringtone. you guys know if uh, there's one person in charge of music for NXT? CFOs. Well, CFO money. What was CFOs? Yeah. Or whatever. We'll they're, talk about that after. They're not really. The news. They're not in charge per se, um, but I know they do make a lot. Like they made Shinsuke's theme. They okay. made Bobby Roos theme. They've been making themes since 2012 for the WWE. Yeah. Well, for, for the whole uh, company. Yeah, they still had Jim Johnson there, but we're gonna get. You want well, to yeah. talk about it right now? 
Well, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I mean, well, we could talk about Nascarit. Uh, yeah, no, because Jim Johnston was uh, let go this week. You know Jim Johnston? He uh, was the guy who did pretty much any song you like in the Attitude Era. Uh-huh. He did. Oh, wow. So he did uh, Austin, McMahon. Um, the Undertaker. The Undertaker, DX. I think, Kane. DX. Well, no. Uh, did, DX. Well, did he do DX or I was... Th- he D- had a part in DX. Because didn't, like, Rage Against Machine or, like, some Rage Against no. Machine cover band do their song? No. It sounds What's like... What's that guy's name? Uh, um, that... X-Block. There you go. The guy died, like, last year, the lead oh, wow. singer. Okay, well, X Block, he, uh, they, or yeah, um, so basically any any song you like from the Attitude Era, he did, and he did a lot of songs from the the classic era too. So he was just let go. I guess his contract just ran out. Uh, he really wanted to continue uh, with the company, but they just decided to uh, go in a different direction. Yeah, they have this. They have these new guys, CFO Dollar Sign or CFOs. It's they're all hit yeah. or miss. They're, exactly. Um, some they have some. They did Alistair Black's song too, right? Yeah. But um, Jim Johnson's last song was um, Baron Corbin's new theme. <sighs> That's why they let him go, guys. <laughs> um, no, but I hope Jim Johnson finds some work somewhere. You know, he's he's he great. Can. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some money saved up, so I'm, I'm sure, he'll yeah. be fine. What's yeah. your favorite Jim Johnson? What's your favorite Jim Johnson? Theme? Oh, I can't. I mean, if uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but I, I mean, Stone Cold. The Stone Cold one's pretty good. Um, what about you? The Undertaker Big Evil theme from 2003. Mm. The one with the vocals. No, you're I, gonna pay. No, you're gonna pay. I, I know which one you're talking about. I actually had, my mom had that as her uh, ringtone for a while. <laughs> Every like, time better... it would go on, it was like, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay. So, yeah. Wait, um, wait, what's, your, what's your favorite joke? If he did the Walls of Jericho. Um, that would... uh, oh, well, yeah. Maybe yeah, the I first. Maybe. First wave, yeah. Yeah, I really dug that one. But yeah, he's he's gone now, and I guess CFO Dollar Sign is going to take over as head music creators for the company. Yep, we're going to have more. Um, cor- we're going to have more chorus and hook. Well, yeah, chorus and hook. Yeah, more more songs like if he did the Tyler Bates song. I mean, yeah, that's good. It'll be good. They're more. Be- they're better at just instrumentals and yeah. The rap is good, but it's very like flat. Um, but yeah, going back to the match is that uh, like I said before, they kept mentioning British Strong Style yeah. anytime. Uh, even on the back of their jackets, Tyler Bate and um, Trent Seven, yeah, British Strong Style, right across the back of their jackets. And uh, I love Trent Seven. I mean, I think he's great. He's, he's a just good big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy, and he uh, he's a good wrestler, and he's he's great on the mic. Yes. like he just seems confident, and he's very like. Low. There was a point he speaks very low. I like the point where that he he's has a backstage statement earlier in the night. With I can't remember her name. It's the new NXT, the woman that works with NXT. Dasha, no, not it's not. Dasha. I don't know. Is it Dasha? I don't know. I don't know her name. We'll, we'll fi- I'll I'll figure it out next week. She's and he says, "Oh, we're Mustache Mountain," and goes in to twist her mustache, and it's like, "Oh, you don't have a mustache." <laughs> so yeah, it was a great match. There was the cool spot. I always I know I rip on Dean Ambrose for bouncing off the ropes, but when Tyler Bate does it, because he does it to where. His shoulders, he'll fly forward, and his shoulders will hit the top rope, and he'll bounce exactly back. Yeah. It's not like a little kid bouncing off. You know who made that move popular, right? Tajiri? Nigel. Nigel McGinnis? Yeah. He used to do that back in uh, Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. And there was a there was a cool... Um, oh, and that really cool moment at the end of the match where um, it seemed like Mark Andrews was going to do a Hurricane Rana on I think Tyler Bate and Dunn tags him gets gets tags himself in. Now that was the story of this match is that Dunn oh, kept tag yes, Dunn kept tagging himself into the match and then Andrews would tag himself into the match as well. They didn't work well together. 
But at this point, Andrews is going to do a Hurricane Rana off the top rope, and Pete Dunne says, come on. He does the Hurricane Rana. Pete Dunne catches him into a sit-down powerball. Yeah, it was probably, I would say, I'll say my moment of the week I, right there. I, 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 I wasn't thinking about that one. I was thinking about when they did, like, the... Um, the knees to the chest and the backstabber at the same time. Oh, that was that was my moment of the week right there. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, there was like there was a cool moment where, um, I love Morrow because Morrow will give you a little history lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler was it Tyler Bate? He hits the hits Andrews with the um the the spinning airplane move. Oh, okay. You know, the round, and he just spins them, and he goes, ah, shades of Gorilla Monsoon here. <laughs> and I really like how they can, because. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shades of Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. From New Japan. Yeah, no, and it's because people, like, you know, we could all remember Gorilla Monsoon. I vaguely yeah. remember him. Uh, he was a little before my time, but I remember him as an announcer. And uh, people said, oh, he used to be a wrestler, but I like how he gives you a little history lesson right there. Yeah. Um, So basically. Oh, yo, because he said he did that. He said that set shades of Mar- of uh, Gorilla Monsoon to giving the airplane spin to Muhammad Ali. Because I guess he gave the spin to Muhammad Ali years I, yes, ago. I did not know that. I didn't know that either, but I'm going to look that up when I get home. I remember they had a match, yeah. Um, and then Bate hits the Tyler Driver 97 on Pete Dunne for the win. Like I said, that was a great match. Um, he attacked uh, Mandrews after the match. Oh, yeah. And then Andrews was, was still in the ring, and... Pete Dunn came back in and gave him the what's his move called? Bitter end. The bitter end, which was his it's move. A cool move. It's a pretty cool move. He like throws him up and then brings him back down. Kind of like an F five, but a little different. Yeah. Good name. I'm surprised it hasn't been used before. Bitter. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure someone, someone has somewhere. But it's a really good, really good name. Pete Dunn seems like that kind of guy. He would. Ju- that's that suits his character to the bitter end. So that was NXT, and uh, I've say I'm gonna give it. Four flare chops. Whoa, that's high praise. I, but I, but that's that's what I kind of give NXT all the time. So, um, what about you, Jose? Uh, uh, from from hearing about, a question mark. Oh, from question hearing, mark. Yeah. Uh, Sound I like look a... forward to it. I, I'm gonna go watch. All right. Uh, all usually, I'm not a big fan of NXT. It, yeah. I, I was for a long time, but there there was like a lull. Yeah, in, I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. And so that kind of turned me off. I mean, it's the reshelfing periods. Yeah, where they take out all the big stars and they have to like restart. Yeah, yeah. it so seems I have to go back and check it, it out. Seemed like after Finn and um, Kevin. Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they all Samoa left. Joe. Even Neville, Samoa Joe. Yeah, right. they all left. It was kind of like, oh, okay, who do we got now? Yeah, I was just watching Strictly Women at that point. But once Oscar left, I was like, oh crap. Yeah, um, so that was NXT. Uh, Nick, how many flare chops? Um, four chops. Oh, okay. I think it was pretty good. All right, so pretty good, enjoyable night. Now, so, one thing show. I want to ask you, Corey, what do you think? What's better, the arena look, the full sale look, or the house show look? The arena. Oh well, I'm gonna say arena look. Are you saying takeover arena style? Yes. I mean, obviously that because it fits more people and it looks. It just looks nicer. But um, I do like the full sale look because it reminds me of. Um, and you might remember this, Jose. Remember WCW Saturday Morning? Yes, the Mothership. Yeah, yeah. It it look kind of reminds me of that, and I think it might actually be the same studio. The, no, it's they not. used to do that one at Universal Studios. At Univer- okay, yeah. so I maybe that was TNA that did it from there. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah they, TNA did it from there. Um, but it looks no, wait, like the mothership was at Disneyland. Whatever. Disney World. Um. So, 
Um, I liked I liked the full sale. I, I'm gonna go full sale. Yeah. What about you? What do you? Um, I'm a big fan of the regular arena look. You know, okay. the traveling yeah. show yeah, look. Yeah. Uh, but I dig the you know the weekly episodic type of feel. Yeah. Kind of like what, what you were saying. Well, it's cool too because uh, if you see some of the house shows, the house shows look really small sometimes. Like there are yeah. house shows I've seen of NXT that look like they're in like a cafeteria, like the cafeteria for a yeah, community college. Really dark and really dark. And I'm like, I really want to go to one of those shows. <laughs> Just be like, if I was like three feet back from like Kyrie Sane doing an elbow, and like I paid fifteen bucks to get there. Yeah. Oh hell, that would be great. Do you remember the old um, WCW when they would have it? They would have the interview set, and then they would have the ring right there. Yeah. For, yeah, like the old um, Mid-South. Ric Flair was the world champion. It was – I forgot the name. But anyways, you would have the interview set, you would have the ring, and then you would have the audience. Yeah. It was uh, WCCW. World Class Championship Wrestling. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe something like that. They could yeah. pull that one out. Like an old school feel. So, NXT. That was great. Uh, so, we get we got a couple more things we want to talk about before we let you guys go today. Um I I want to do this every week now. I want to give some birthday shout-outs, guys. So can we give some birthday shout-outs? Let's do it. Okay, let's go. Um, so I'll start out on the on a good note. Um, November well, November twenty eighth was Eric Rowan's birthday, thirty six years old. Happy birthday, Eric Happy Rowan. birthday, Eric Rowan. The big red, big red, and same same day, Summer Rae. Ah, I'm, they could have been so if Summer Rae was still around, they could have been having a cake together. But uh, <laughs> uh, she's. Like uh, she's 34 years old. Um, next day after that, we had Jerry Lawler turning 68. And same, born on the same exact day as Zeb Coulter. Wow! They wow. share a birthday the exact dirty day. They uh, could have a dirty Dutch chocolate cake. Yeah, uh, Dutch Mantel. Yeah, um, and then also on the same days, different years though. Uh, JBL turned 51, and uh, Rosemary, a TNA a CMLL star, she turned uh, 34 years old. Do you ever see her coming to um, NXC? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah definitely. Have um, you seen Rosemary Jose? Uh, was she in Lucha Underground? No, she's in TNA. She's in CMLL too. TNA. Oh, I might have seen her in CMLL. She's the one that she got her her arm broken recently yeah. by. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By sexy was, star. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. The moron, sexy star. Uh, uh she is. A no, moron. no, she, she, she definitely didn't think when she. She did that. Oh, she did. Well, she we can did. discuss that. We'll we'll discuss that on a different show. Maybe we can we'll have a we'll like we'll a, have a debate show eventually. A year in review. Exactly. Um, and say also the same day, Dana Brooke, my one of my favorite female wrestlers right now, turned twenty nine years old. Wow. The, young, the youngest of the bunch. Yeah. Um, November thirtieth was Christian's birthday, thirty four years old, and uh, um, same with November thirtieth is Naomi, who turned thirty years old. So wow. Naomi from somebody who's in the Dirty Thirty Club, welcome to your Dirty Thirties. <laughs> it's it's going to be a heck of a ride. But how old are you, Corey? I'm I'm a dirty thirty. Straight thirty. Straight thirty. Wow. Um, but I also want to, which would have been his birthday. He would have been fifty five years old. Uh, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Oh, Let's remember him on his birthday. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, rest in peace, man. You were one of the best, the, the greatest. Yeah, the innovator of at least the British uh, wrestling scene. Um and. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to add? Um, there is some little minor wrestling news. Um, John Cena might be in some hot water. Uh oh, with with uh, Ford or whatever. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's going on there? Well, let's see. According to TMZ, Ford is reportedly suing John Cena for selling his five hundred thousand dollar twenty seventeen Ford GT. Oh come on! Violating his contract with the car company. Cena oh, well. was picked from thousands of applicants to be a part of the purchase. 
to purchase the vehicle, but also agree to keep the car for at least two years before uh, he being allowed to sell it. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. It sucks. That yeah. sucks. Mr. Cena has unfairly made a large profit from the unauthorized resale flip of the vehicle. According to the suit, Cena did tell the company he sold the car along with other property for financial reasons. And uh, so what are they paying Cena at WWE? Um, so well, this was from TMZ. Do you know who uh, who is the who the reported reporter. that? Who was the reporter on that? Uh, I don't see anything. Well, it was TMZ. Um, TMZ reported that yeah, Ford suing John Cena. That sucks. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It's uh, billionaires versus millionaires, right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Cena is currently in uh, Dubai and in Australia doing promotion for Ferdinand. Yeah, and another another thing in wrestling news. There's a lot of uh, rumors. Uh, let's not say news, but rumor talk. The rumor roundup um, is that uh, there t- talks of a lot of people getting released. Leo Rush. Uh, well, I was going to get into that, but uh, yes, people talking about the Singh brothers being released. Uh, people. I don't t- see that. No, they probably go to 205, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's talk. You know, it's kind of the similar way Ellsworth was released. Yeah. Um, and then Leo Rush, like you said, I didn't think there was anything to it. But when I looked online, when I looked online, um, I noticed he removed all his Twitter, his all his names, his WWE handles from his names. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I guess there's a lot of backstage heat right now on Leo Rush. And you've guessed it. You've guessed why. It's because of... Um, it's because of the um, the tweet he sent out about Emma a couple weeks ago. Of course, um, it was a stupid move that he did. Uh, he's young; he'll learn. Um, I can see what he was doing when he did that. He was, you know, he's trying to keep in kayfabe, you yeah. know. I guess, but at the same time, that part of this isn't kayfabe. Yeah. yeah, you know, someone's, and it seemed like she didn't know that she was going to get fired. So that sucks. He's just bad timing. We've all had bad timing when, yeah, in our early twenties, sure. yeah. you know, where we've been like, ooh. And you gotta know WWE; they keep things on you. Yeah, they hold everything against you there. Yeah, well, that's that's the one thing about Vince is that you know if you can make a, if you can make a dollar off you, he'll be good. Yeah, and but I don't think there's a dollar that they could have made off of Leo Rush. There will be. There not definitely yet, will right be now, soon. Um, and he'll be back. They'll bring him back. Yeah. So, anything else you guys want to add to the show? Uh, that's it. All that's right. It. Sorry, I don't have the. Um, it's all right, guys. Moment. Next week we'll we'll be back with uh, this week in wrestling. Um, sorry, we didn't get to it this week. That's some technical difficulties. We're down a we're down a host today because uh, he's um, he's injured. He's off on injury right now. Yeah. Mike was beaten up by a bunch of ninjas and taken God knows where. So hopefully we'll be able to find him by next week, guys. If you see him out there, please tweet us at CWR four one five on Twitter. You could check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, guys. I've had fun. I hope you've had you have, you've had fun as well. I've had fun, yes. Very Jose, much. did you have some fun? I always have fun here. All right. Well, Love that's it. good. I hope you guys on, on the air had fun. I hope everyone listening had fun. And we will see you guys next week. And this is City Wrestling Radio. See ya. Bye. <laughs>